0: You can still get your life back. Get your life back, it's real. Get your life back. Get your life back. Welcome to Cheryl's Get Your Life Back Podcast. I'm so glad you tuned in with me today. I'm excited really because today is like a free day for me and I said you know what let me go ahead and um, do my next podcast topic I really wanted to talk about because it was just in my mind and in my spirit and I said I'm going to share it today what a better day I hope you're having a good day a good evening a good afternoon whatever part of the world you are in but I want to be a blessing to somebody because somebody needs to hear this I always believe that um, that I'm going to leave some nuggets for you to digest, for you to think on, for you to ponder, for you to have a sila moment where you get to pause and think about the weight, eat the meat, look, spit out the bones if everything don't apply to you, because that's what I do. When I hear a good message or I hear a sermon or I hear a lecture, whatever it is, or in the, in the room with somebody speaking, I'm like, okay, I've learned not to dismiss everything. Because some things may not apply to you now, but they might apply to you in the future. So I've learned to eat the meat, what applies to me, what I think is valuable, and I'll spit out the bones. And the bones don't have to be something bad or negative, but maybe I don't think they apply to me, or maybe I don't agree with them. So I'm just giving you that little nugget that I've learned from some of the older women I used to be around. Because one thing about me, I used to love to get wisdom and be around older people, because I'm an old soul myself, but that's a whole nother broadcast. (laughs) But I'm going to get spiritual today, okay? I'm going to put on my spiritual hat. Those of you who know me, I am a preacher as well. Um, I'm a certified life purpose coach. I forgot to introduce myself, so my name is Cheryl Howard. (laughs) But all of the two things I just mentioned, I'm also a mental health professional, pastoral counselor, and I think I covered the the gist of what I do, (laughs) and what you can get out of that is that I'm a servant, (laughs) but I'm definitely a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ first, So everything that I do and say is faith-based. I use Christian disciplines and values and principles and because that's what helped govern my life, that's what I govern my life by and that's been empowerment to me. So I'm gonna get spiritual for a moment and talk about being unsung because some of us feel or have felt like an unsung person, like a whole story the whole part of us haven't been written or actualized yet. There's parts of us that we haven't even stepped in or tapped into yet there's many aspects to us and we need to recognize that God has given us many things we possess things some of us don't even know the treasures that are inside of us because we've gone through a lot in life or it haven't been cultivated we we didn't grow up in an environment that uh, helped us to express those things and nurture in certain areas even the Bible says you know raise a child in the way he he should go and when he is old he shall not depart from them so that can be applied not only to your spiritual life but god do does have a purpose for each and every one of us and there's natural things and spiritual things that we are called to do they are areas that we are called to serve in but we don't know that whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven we forget that we have the kingdom of god backing us up so when you are operating or on a journey of operating in who God called you to be, you've got to remember this. The kingdom of God is backing you up. No one should live their life living in a cave or living in a box or spend their whole life hiding from the world, people, and family, and some of us even hide from ourselves. You can be scared to be yourself, and I know that. Some people, I've, I've coached people and, and did counseling with people who when they start to see a little picture or a bit of who they are and maybe something powerful that they possess, they actually get scared about it because they're not used to operating in that. It scares them. It's like, oh, my God. You know, some of you have maybe had visions and dreams of you doing great things beyond <laughs> beyond what you can imagine. Cause god does that but it can be really really scary like no 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 and I remember years ago I would have dreams of me speaking in front of crowds and in arenas and all kinds of doing all kinds of things and it, it was bittersweet it was like oh that's awesome God got great things for me I'm here I have a purpose and the other part was like oh my god because now you think about the insecurities or or experience you haven't had yet and thinking about crowds. But with God, you have to take a step at a time. Don't. And one thing I do when I counsel people when it comes to insecurities and and confidence and having that pessimistic mentality or self, you know, issues with worthiness is I try to encourage them not to think about the end so much right now. Let's take one day at a time. Let's, ne- let's not think about that because what happens is they usually talk themselves out of it. They focus on, oh my God, instead of just be- being present in a moment. Okay. These two or three people that maybe you're going to be in front of today, let's talk about or let's think about how you impacting them. And let's start with family. Sometimes it's just your family. Sometimes a lot of your skills and creativity is cultivated in the people around you. Friends, co-workers, um, your your spiritual family. I mean, and so you'll start to grow in whatever it is that God has given you. Whether it's leadership skills, whether it's a speaker, a, a preacher or an author, whatever, you'll start to cultivate that without even recognizing it and realize that you've been practicing all this time, but I think it's time for you to kind of graduate. (laughs) So that's what I'm here to help you do today, to graduate into being your authentic self, your God authentic self. So you got to stop hiding. And I know it can be scary, but you got to come out sometime of that hiding place because too many of us are constipated. Mm hmm. We have locked the bowels and it's causing us pain. Yes, I went there. Yes, I did. We need it. We need types of illustration like this because it makes it real to us. We can identify with these kind of illustrations like Jesus did when he preached in parables in some way that you can relate (laughs) To what he's saying, but I believe that we need to visualize this. We need to visualize before we can recognize certain issues and hidden concerns in our own lives. And it is then we can acknowledge these matters and bring them before the Lord. This is where true deliverance comes, in, salvation and even healing just to get medicinal for one moment. And I know I kind of went there for a moment, but I want you to visualize this. I need you to go into your imagination and think about what I'm saying and compare it to all the things I'm talking about. When your bowels are locked up inside of you for a long period of time, it causes you to have pain in the body, bad skin breakouts like rations and bumps, and even headaches, nausea, tension, mood swings, and even irritability. And other symptoms such as bruises that cause brokenness. And some of us have those open wounds and cuts and there's hurts and there's issues that are invisible to the naked eye. And sometimes we don't even realize it comes from the stuff that is locked up that needs to be released to the world that you need to operate in. So to hold all of that stuff in is painful just to make it raw, make it plain. The body needs to release toxins. So think about the natural, like I said, and compare it to what I'm saying. The body needs to release the toxins in some kind of way. And sometimes it's through the skin. If this is you who are listening to this podcast, you better loose those bowels and get that junk out of the trunk. I know you heard that before. Whatever is binding you up must come out in order to allow you that free flowing of nutrients and normal functioning of bile and intestines. This is how the body, um, the, the digestive system operates. Just as drinking plenty of water and eating sufficient amount of fresh fruits and grains and vegetables are good or they're, they're sufficient, they're a good source for regulation of the bowel. So they give you regulatory of the bowel movement, just like eating the word of God. So comparing it to the spiritual things, when we eat the word of God and digest it for the regularity of our ability to produce spiritually, emotionally, and naturally. And most of us know that true deliverance doesn't come always easy. And I know it don't, it's not easy always to go through this process and it sometimes hurt, but after the process of it all, We know that we are made better. We are made complete and we are whole because we did a whole detox program. So I'm kind of letting you know that you need to detox first so you can release everything. And you have to do this issue by issue. It's an issue by issue identification. You can always tell when someone needs deliverance. You know why? Because it comes out of their hearts and it funnels through their mouth. So things that they're going through, if it's not dealt with, you, it'll come out of the pers- a person's spirit. So pay attention to what comes out of your heart. I can hear issues flowing out of a person's heart when they begin to easily criticize, condemn and complain, look, wallow and whine consistently. When you do that, there's something there. So you're walking around really being miser- miserable, miserable. Mm-hmm. And full of apathy. <laughs> so whenever I find myself wanting to complain, what I do as I end up rebuking myself as I do, I don't like when others do um, because it's a turnoff when other people do it. So I realize also that when I do it, it can be a turnoff. So it's not that we're perfect, it's learning to catch yourself, it's learning to be conscious and self-aware of how you're reacting, why you're reacting the way you what's going on inside. The Bible even tells us to examine our own heart. So we should always be examining ourselves, not in a way where we just critique criticizing ourselves all the time, or you know, don't make it a task. Like something you have to be too conscious of. And it. Cause that, that can drive you crazy. But I'm just saying learning to become aware and sensitive to your own self. Because sometimes we can easily criticize and look at other people. But we need to examine our own heart. <laughs> so going from unsung to singing. I thought about that because I thought about the show Unsung. I did. <laughs> but as God unclogs us from issues of the heart. The pity parties can cease mm-hmm. and we can begin to sing again. And when I say sing, I mean, live out loud, accomplish those goals, pursue our dreams, unlock the hidden gifts and the abilities that you possess inside. This is when we discover or rediscover really. Cause some of us kind of knew what we were called to do, but life tribulations and traumatic experiences kind of repressed those things. But now remember we're walking into the year of releasing those things. This is when we rediscover or discover who we really are and what we are capable of achieving with the Lord's hand upon us. Remember, the kingdom is backing you up. Remember thou our creator. Don't forget that God is a creator, which means he is, crea- he is creative and he's artistic. He's colorful, unique and limitless. And let me talk about the cheerleaders in your life that God will bring in your life. First of all, learning to be your own cheerleader. When you get a sense of a self-confidence a and esteem in God, you, you learn how to applaud yourself. You know, you learn how to do it for yourself without looking for other people to do it first. When you do this, actually, it will attract other people to applaud you because people are attracted to confidence. They're attracted to a good level of self-esteem and self-concept, how you conceptualize yourself and, and all of that. And people like that. Those who applaud, celebrate, encourage, and cheer you are key players in your life journey of relationship building, achieving your goals, and reaching out, reaching your destiny without encouragement and support from these players obtaining things in life could be more difficult. And it is also unpleasant because these cheerleaders provide guidance. Like I said, you have to be teachable. They provide guidance. They provide support. They also provide discipline and accountability. We all need accountability partners. I don't care who you are. I don't care what, I don't care if you're the CEO. If God, you need, even if it's just God, you need somebody to keep you accountable so you can be your best self. I gave, look, I gave my friends and certain family members permission to push me, to pray for me, to even check on me when, when, and if I deter, or even if I get weary in my well-doing, like I said, we human, we go through things and sometimes we get weary, we get tired. We want to give up this again. This is where your cheerleader is coming at. I don't know about you, but I need these individuals in my life. Even Jesus sought assistance in preaching the good news about the Father's divine will and destiny for all of humanity. This is disciples were his inner circle of friends. So this, is, this was the calling of the disciples. Notice the root word in disciples, which means again, learner, student. You see the relationship with the word discipline? Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you don't have these people in your life, or if you don't have people who are for you, don't hesitate to ask the Father, Abba, to put some folks in your life that are for you. Make sure you show yourself friendly first, as the Bible teaches us that one who desires friendship must first show himself or herself to be friendly first. In other words, be approachable. Some of us got to learn to be polite, all over again because some of us become hard like i said through the trials through hardships that you experience sometimes we lose our sense of self and so we have this hard exterior that we walk in and it's hard for people to access us or to have relationship with us again i'm talking about self-awareness the detox this is part of the whole detox program <laughs> okay so you have to be pro- approachable and polite to others and you'll get a better reaction and response from others Examine yourself first before accusing others of not being friendly. I've had acquaintances, friends, and clients who had to, had to change their misperception about others because they had serious relational and childhood issues that hindered any would be healthy relationships, any would be relationships. In retrospect, I can recall these friends and acquaintances constantly talking about how they don't like people or, um, and what came to me was that if they don't like people and they don't, that means they don't like themselves. I mean, that was a question I would ask. Like, if you always said, I don't like people. Sometimes that's an indicator that you don't like yourself. So my reply would usually be, well, people are always going to be people and you are one of them. So what are you going to do about that? then I would say, as long as you are on this earth, you will interact with people. And just as you have issues, so will they. So that's why we have to examine ourselves. Why do we expect perfection from others when we struggle with imperfections ourselves? Ask yourself these questions. So for these people were the issues of life flowing out of their heart and through their mouth. And I noticed that those who are usually over analytical I don't know if you are one yourselves. Um, practice self-criticism and frequently critique other people's flaws and shortcomings. In becoming sung, because I'm talking from unsung to sung, really, these are the issues that we have to deal with in order to be free and to grow from being unsung to sung with the support of our cheerleaders, as I stated. Don't give up in the process of quote unquote becoming. I don't want you to give up on yourself. It's a trick of the enemy to cause you to forfeit or sabotage your metaphor, metamorphosis. I'm getting twisted today. words, <laughs> But it's his trick. It's his goal to forfeit your blessing or not allow you to walk into who God called you to be. So you end up sabotaging your metamorphosis of becoming sung. God moves people out of dung hills, garbage dump, ash, ash, heat, rubbish, trash, I mean, check out the book of first Samuel. There's a lot in there, but I'm going to end this right here. I just, I want you to think about what I said and I want you to swallow it. I want you to digest it and I want you to share this with somebody else. So if you have not subscribed, please subscribe and like my podcast. Um, I have a lot of visual or, or I say video podcasts on YouTube as well. So you can follow me on YouTube as Cheryl Howard, get your life back. I'm on Instagram. Much motivation and inspiration over there. Cheryl. Your Life Back. I'm on Facebook, Cheryl Your Life Back. And I'm here on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Cheryl's Get Your Life Back podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll need you to be sung now. <laughs> so uh, take heed, do the work. So you can be happy and you can have more freedom in your life. You can be more peaceful and really find out, find out who you are and learn to love that. You will operate life on a whole different level. I promise you, I've, I've done it and I'm still doing it. Thank you so much. Be blessed.